a super important podcast about hair. Question mark. Featuring Ryan Teal and Stephen Adams as your co-hosts. Let's begin. Returning back with Derek from DMs Lawn in Nyack, New York. We were just talking a little bit about his education and career. That's a good one. Yeah, we can make it warmer or cooler. Say cooler. 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 The other one is good. Oh, that's warmer. There we go. How's that? That's good. Okay, perfect. Woo! So who all works on who all works with you in that um in that in that coaching uh, company that you that you work with? Inspiring Champions is built by a woman named Lauren Garland. She was um she was she started actually as a sales rep for Paul Mitchell. Mm-hmm. She was okay. one of the first million dollar sales reps way back. They had Freeze and Shine. That was it. Um, that was the one product that she sold. And I think the product was like under $5 or something like that. Freeze and Shine? Yeah, it used to be really cheap. At that time. Um, and uh, there's another gentleman named Lance Courtney, who's one of the lead speakers. He's also one of the owners for EHP, which is Easy Hair Pro, very large extensions company in our industry. Um, you know, world-renowned speaker, teacher, coach as well. He's, uh, he's absolutely incredible. And then they have a whole slew of coaches. My personal coach has been Jill Rohn, who's been an amazing, amazing human being. She also owned a salon that she also sold her salon about, I think now three years ago, two years ago, maybe. So she's even come into my salon to do some consulting and coaching where it was live. And she got some feedback from my team. I try to really run an incredibly transparent business where I don't act like I know it all. I'm trying to be like eyes wide open approach where, you know, what sucks sucks and we got to fix it. What's great is great. And let's continue to push it, but let's not pretend that either don't exist. Yeah. Um, and let's well, really push success that way, you know, as opposed to acting like I know it all. Cause I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than having a salon owner who pretends like everything is like perfect all the time. But then everything's crashing around it. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's inauthentic. I think one of the things that will draw people to you is authenticity. And I, for me, like a lot of the feedback that I've gotten from people that either follow me and listen, I don't have some huge following, but I have, I would say, a nice amount of engagement from the particular following I do have where people genuinely are watching and asking questions and, and dialoguing with me. And I think one of the things that I would say that I get a lot is that people appreciate the authenticity and they appreciate when I talk about the struggles that we're experiencing because things aren't always great. And the thing is when things aren't great, you could, you have one of two, two options. You're going to bury your head in the sand um, and pretend like, it's, Oh, you probably have three options. You'll bury your head in the sand, pretend like it's not happening. You'll play the victim role and blame everybody else. That's the second or three, you'll look in the mirror and be like, well, what am I doing to create this? What are the variables around it and how do we change it and, and adjust it? And I try to just be at number three at all times. Sometimes I go through one and two. Well, you <laughs> got to act like I don't, but I try to live in three. Yeah. 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 What were you going to say? I was going to say, you, you have to always deal with that. It's like, you got to go through all the emotions. Right. You got to like process it's it. Like, it's like everything else. Um, let's see. Let's go into technology. Ryan, what do you know about technology in the salon world? Um, well, I, I was an early adapter um, to have a, a computerized salon, a computerized uh, uh, scheduler. And then I was the, a, a very early adapter with Vegara. Um, I, I loved Vegara. I thought it was a great salon. I think that we still use it um, at the salon uh, in Oregon. Um, and uh, now, I mean, with me, I mean, technology, like, seemed, like to me, technology, like I just imagine like, like robots building cars when I hear technology. So, you know, uh, uh, 
I think nowadays with me, um, I think social media is 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 like the biggest thing that a salon can use, and and I am one hundred percent fully on board with with uh, Instagram and and you know social media. So that's kind of you know that's about the extent of my technology that that I that I think of. I mean, there's obviously you know new innovations in blow dryers, but again, that's yeah. Well, th then we're gonna get into some interesting stuff for you because we like I love technology. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I'm a tech nerd, and Derek has been, and I would have to say you you have as much passion about it as I, I do. do. I do. I'm very into it. Which very. is, it's kind of cool. I'm showing and, the Instagram world that we're doing this live, by the way. So we're just giving them a little yeah. bit of a sneak peek. I, I, I'm doing it live too. I did. I did a little live on Facebook, but then I stopped because I only want to give them a taste of it. Exactly. I want them to actually come back and list, watch our po podcast, and listen to it. Exactly. I don't want to give it away too much. But uh, uh, give it away. It's fine. So, like, two of my really good friends are tech guys. So, like, they both have started like multi-million-dollar like software companies. And actually, back in 1999, when we first opened the salon in 2000, I was running a cloud-based salon software. Wow. We went from paper to on cloud. Do you remember how messy the paper would get when you had like oh. all of these erasures <laughs> nonstop? And then oh, it depended yeah. on who was working the front desk and if you could read their writing. This is why they took me off yeah, the front desk. <laughs> you should have never been on there. <laughs> you should have never been on the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, if, if you ever have the chance, please come to a class where Stephen draws a head sheet. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best alien drawings you've ever seen. <laughs> the best. It's called art. It is. It is. It's pure art. Pure art. It's like Picasso. <laughs> Very <so>. abstract. <laughs> it, it's true. But it is true. I mean, the, the paper books were rough. Oh, paper was rough. So I, I mean, I saw like back in 2000, I saw a vision. And so I talked to my buddy Alon and I'm like, this is my vision. I want... I think everything needs to go onto a cl onto. Back then, we didn't call it the cloud. It was just called. We need to put it on the web. Right. The webs. We had to put it out there. We had to get it on the web, so it was, was able to go. Thought, like, it was it so many. It was nobody knew where it was going, <laughs> and I was like, my goal, and I still have this vision, and I haven't been able to find exactly the right stuff. So we built our own software. We ran it for about, God, about fifteen years. Wow. But then he moved off to uh, Hawaii and couldn't keep keep coding it to keep it up to date. And so about, it was probably about seven years ago, I had to, five, seven years ago, I had to kind of kill it. And then I ended up researching and really, really digging in and deciding whether do I want to go with a salon software that I needed a server for multiple locations or where I have to maintain a server or do I want to go back into a cloud base where I can actually like, keep everything living in the cloud and having them all talk back and forth. And we, so we decided to go cloud-based and now the software, all the other software doesn't quite give me the ability of what I want. So my vision has always been hundred percent, no paper in the salon. I want to be able to go in so that a customer can sit at the, they can go in and sit down, have a consultation. That stylist has a lookbook on Pinterest 
with it of all their work. So they can go through and look at everything. They choose what they're gonna do. They add in and put everything right at, on that iPad or their phone or whatever device you need. Put in the pricing, show them the pricing and say, this is how much what you want is gonna cost. This is what it is. And then that person can just walk up to the front and close everything out or close it out at that station. That's always been my vision. And I think that's really important to be able to get to that point, especially now that you can just pay by taking your phone and tapping it on something and it yeah. just like pays for it. I, it's, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. I, I think that part of technology is really cool. And the next thing it is, yeah. And then the next part of technology that we've been talking about a lot today is the back end of running a business. So since I was so cloud-based, I did something crazy. Google, we have Gmail, right? For super important podcasts. And we have, they have the whole suite system. Mm -hmm. Well, I was one of the beta testers for that. And so, uh -huh. we, so we were moxysalon.com or, you know, moxysalon.com. And so I built, we got on the beta, beta testing of it for their business suites. And I've been on it since they started which is kind of crazy. So my whole business. You probably grandpa lose your beer pricing. I can't say it. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I, I'm so afraid to change anything yeah, of it because sense. if I change anything, I will get stuck yeah. paying a pretty top dollar. Top dollar. It's expensive now. It is. It's expensive now, but it's like we've been, but we've been running our business on the cloud like everything like i have access on my phone to every single thing um anywhere i go which is kind of cool and i think it's i have being able to have that on the back end like my handbook is on a website my you know it's like my training system is on interest it's uh it's on its own website that only my employees can go to we have like about 120 videos streaming that they can train off of that is cool it's kind of a crazy system so tell me a little bit about some of the technology that you're using and why are you using technology well i think to steven to, to your point I'm, i think the biggest thing is that you have a you have to recognize what age you live in you know i think that's a big part of it not where your brain is what age you're you actually currently live in so and not where your comfort is. It's just what's happening now. So where do people live? What do people do? How do people access information the most? So if you think about 10 years ago, even 15, how do we access the internet mostly? Through a desktop. It wasn't necessarily through a phone. It was like you went online, www, let's go back 20 years even. Email. You dialed up, right? You <laughs> dialed up and you waited for it to dial and then it got on and it was all email or you know dial up internet. Then all of a sudden this fiber optic cable came and it was like quicker and Wi-Fi and all this other stuff. You were still really doing it mainly on a computer. With the age of smartphones came the age of, you know, iPads and all this other stuff. So then we kind of moved off of our laptops aside from things like this, or of course we still use computers on an everyday basis, but you almost forget now, you're not really consciously thinking that you're on the internet when you go to Instagram. You just tap an icon icon on your phone, which is an app. Yeah. So then we went to this world of apps on our phones and our lives are built through our phones. And the more that you own a salon and the, uh, in, in this day and age or a business for that matter, we're not, this is really, this I would say transcends salon. This, this is just business um, and team-based stuff. So what happens is 
if if the world lives everything off of this device right here and you know how much you're on it and i know how much i'm on it how much more can i make my business on it was the question i was asking myself right um and i still ask myself this every single day and i'm i'm actually this is a great time to do it because we're not there yet we're live in the process of transitioning and i'll talk a little bit about a what the things are that we're transitioning to B, what the challenges are that we're experiencing while we're transitioning, and C, what I believe the end result will be because of the transition. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, so the first thing would be that I felt like we needed to evolve to the next step. We were a little bit too paper-based. So like what you were just saying, yeah. where you didn't want to be paper-based, we yeah. kind of became paper-dependent. Mm -hmm. um, and Ooh, look, I could see you. There'll uh, be light. Beard just got longer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we became paper dependent. So whether it was our team like literally filling out their numbers per week and handing them in on paper, which we are still doing, um, or just, you know, the only real communication we were having via phone was like our, our group chat with our salon, which we had, which was going really, really well. And it just kept us in touch with each other. The challenge with a group chat, whether it's iPhone based or Android based, mm -hmm. is that if a it's one or the other so some of your team are a and b and then some things don't translate correctly the other thing was that if you're sending out important information in a group chat that is something like a date or a, a piece of information like something like a document like a pdf it could get lost in the scroll you yeah. know and all of a sudden they got but they're not going to scroll back three weeks ago in the chat to see what that document was yeah um, and what happens is with personnel changes we had to constantly change our chat so now okay guys new group chat right exactly oh, group chat. so, so now all the old history from the old group chat got to be deleted because one person is off the team yeah right so that stopped being unless efficient. you want to keep bugging them i mean what are you gonna do <laughs> I, I we literally one time got a message from a former employee it was like i think you guys need to change your chat <laughs> you know because that person was still in the loop and we didn't realize that they were so this became inefficient right efficient for certain things, inefficient for main communication. So I started to hear about Slack, uh, S-L-A-C-K. And I'm not working for Slack, I'm not advocating Slack. Um, I'm telling you as someone that has just recently started to even use it. Um, Let's see, where is it? What do you do, can you share something? Yeah, I can share it. Is it share right there? Yeah, share, that's the button I was looking for and I couldn't read it. All right, so um, let's share this um, Google Chrome Slack right there. Yeah, let's see. About, there it is, Chrome Slack. We'll, we'll share this with you guys real Can quick. you guys see? Let's hit share first. Oh, there we go. I don't know what I'm doing. There, can okay, you see so it? Now you'll see this, and what we need to do is log into my actual portal, which I can show you guys real quick, but what's really cool about this is that I had heard from um, my, uh, a family member who is really big in the, in the business world. I need to get back into, this says sign into, oh. I don't know why it says that. Um, <laughs> so just go to slack.com. Yeah. But I'll tell you a little bit about the background of it. Um, and my aunt had told me about this. This is actually now a publicly traded company, right? Oh, wow. So once a company goes public, you kind of know they're doing really, really well. It's D. Um, I'm going to give it to you here. This is it right there. You can see it. See that? anthony.slack.com so that'll be it the anthony and then continue so you can log into my this is what we call my workspace so this should be i hope that i hope i know my password right now 
make sure it's correct. Well, you're drinking whiskey. You never know Not what's going to happen. No. Here we are. Oh, look at it. It's working. It's coming in. Okay. So the, the reality is, look at what um, I had a stylist that just said, question about online booking. If we book online, um, how will we get the credit card? Da, 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 da. So the idea is that we have channels here. Right, so we create channels for the team to be able to communicate on. This is brand new for my team, literally since June 18th or 15th. So we are literally using this for maybe under eight weeks, well, definitely under eight weeks. Can you see it, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. What's well, very cool is um, you can create channels. So my aunt had showed me this. I started to do some research and I started to find out that major companies were using this as internal communication mm -hmm. for their team. And what think of this like an internal um, social network for your team to be able to like and comment and post and share all of things that are your company related. So I'll say all things D Anthony related, right? So yeah. we have our, these channels here, they kind of come up like hashtags. So you have a general channel. Our general channel is the channel where you're going to get general information. And actually and if I click it. on the channel, which is right here, it will tell you it's called company-wide announcements and communication. So everyone knows that the topic for this particular channel is company-wide announcements and communication. Um, and actually, when you see it on your phone, there's a little bit more of a descriptive, uh, descriptive probably, yeah. idea. View channel details. Here it is. So if you look at it here, the purpose it says purpose. The, this channel is for workspace-wide communication and announcements. All important co company information will be communicated through this channel. So yeah. if we have something really important, if I have to post something really important, I can actually pin the item like you see right here. All 16 members of my team are a part of this actual chat. Shared files. We can share files. So if I record a video on my phone that's three minutes long, I can upload it right away. I don't have to worry about Dropboxing it, then Dropboxing that link to the actual chat that we were doing before. If I create a PDF. Um, so you'll see like little things like um, a small file like here. I don't want to play the video because you'll start to see like a little bit, you know, I, I, mean, I don't mind showing you everything, but just for instance, just so we don't waste time, you, this would be a video that I sent out. This was a video to, sh to explain to everybody some of the things that we've been experiencing because on the next thing I'll talk to you guys about, we just changed our software program. So this was to address one of the issues we're experiencing and I did it via video to show them what to do on the screen or on the app. Yeah. Um, you'll see here this, hey team, please watch this video in regards to updating client tickets on the Forest Go app. And then they watch the video, they're updated. I could also say here, please like the video after you've watched it to confirm you've watched it. So there's an accountability factor um, here. Our priority booking, where someone posted our priority booking screenshot, printer wasn't working, now everyone can see the stats. So it's there as opposed to being on paper on a wall in our back room. It's um, pretty cool. This is really awesome. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've been using for my nonprofit association, we use, uh, we've been using GroupMe in, for a similar, you know, uh, between all of our members and between all of our board members. But I like this better because you can break it down into different groups and channels. And I think this is really kind of a cool, cool technology. It's a great way to communicate. So yeah. tell us a little bit, why did you switch your new software? So the software I changed because I felt like um, the software that we had, which we loved, honestly, we were using an incredible software that we genuinely loved. 
um, that was hard to get away from. Um, but I kept hearing about a particular um, software called Forest uh, with a PH. And they're based out of Ireland, actually. They were the number one um, software company in Europe over the past decade. And um, some trusted sources had told me about it. I knew some salons that changed over to it. I was going to say, I've, I knew a you few people. into it. I looked into it. I know a few people from Intercofear that have switched to it. It was a lot of buzz about it at um, Serious Business, yep. which is funny since yep. they have their own salon they have biz. Yeah, Forest Summit, yep. Uh, but and they work with salon biz so really I no they don't they weren't there but people were talking about it at serious well, business all the attendees got it got it got yeah it. so people were talking about it and it was kind of an interesting thing well there was a couple things that um i had heard about with it and one was that um another company called zizor uh, which i'll get to next um integrates with them and i had wanted to work with zizor for a while because i kept hearing about them and again, I'm in this space in my mind of always trying to, what's hot, what's new, what are people using, how is it working for you, why is it working, and to figure out if that would work for me or not. And I think the problem is that it's easy whenever you make a change to look at something for at a glance or even at a week, you know, whatever in a day and say, ah, ah I like what I'm using better or ah, right. I don't really need that because your, your brain says, no, I don't want to go through the, dis the discomfort of learning it and integrating it and the change and the backlash because all of those things, there's no such thing as a perfect transition in any change. No. It just doesn't work. If you move your salon from, one, from this door to three doors down, I promise you there will be more challenges than you think there will be in a simple move, as simple as that sounds. You know what I mean? It sounds so, like it'd be so easy, but... It sounds like, oh, we're going to take everything here, we're going to move it over there. I promise you, you're going to experience challenges. And you'll lose clients. Absolutely. Three doors down. Yeah. So that's just like, you, you kind of have to know that, okay, there's going to be pain associated with this change. And that's a part of your career. That's a part of your brand. That's a part of your salon. That goes all the way back to what we said at the beginning of this conversation when I said I wanted to push myself to technical education and learn more. There's pain associated with it. None of this is this peachy, beautiful, I don't want to paint this, I always say I don't want to paint a broad stroke of like, oh, it was just this amazing thing. I always there were moments of F this, this sucks. I always say if you're not confused, lost, or, or like in pain, you're not learning You're too something. comfortable, yeah. You're just probably sitting back in that comfort place. So, so you know, that's, so, so that's you, where we're at. Okay, so you switched... Um, how did the transition go, switching software we're, from one-to-one? One? We are literally in the middle of the transition. We are coming out of it, uh, but that the one week where you finally make the real switch, what you need to do is make sure you continue your old software also and have it doubled because there will be mistakes. The integration process is challenging from one software to the other. Of course, softwares don't really want to share their information with another software because they know that you're leaving them. Um, or even if they don't know you're leaving them, they're not going to share proprietary information, even though it's, they'll share your numbers. It's your own reports. You can do all that. But just moving client information from one to the other, inventory well, information from one to the yeah. other. So and the reason, the, reason I, the reason that doesn't work so well is always because, like, last name, maybe last exactly. name in the data box, but yeah. then on the other company, it's surname. Yeah. And yeah. just because it's, like it doesn't match up. And, and with this one, it's like it's European-based. So they're like – 
um, cash till. We're like, what the hell is a cash till? That is not really an American term. So there's some terms or like Steven just said, one of the biggest things for us was we actually had in our old software, you had to fill home phone. So we put everyone's cell phone into home phone. In the new software, that transferred over to everyone's home phone, but it won't text them. Right? So now we got to copy and paste every single number from home phone over to cell phone. I mean, oh, yeah. simple things like that that you would never expect or oh. think. Like, you have no idea who this is going to happen. Computer guys don't they, no don't, they don't, they have no clue. I no mean, clue. they're just like, cell phone is cell phone. It's home phone is home phone. Yeah. You understand that you have to like. Exactly. But I think the bigger, the bigger conversation is why we made the change and why we would be willing to take the risk to do this and it was because we saw that honestly on the client side it was going to be a better experience for them and that's what mattered more if we had to go through some challenge on our side first and the client will experience a little bit of it because they have to like re-sign up for mm -hmm. our online booking or they have to re they have to adjust to the way the new email is or the new text messages i've been getting a lot of emails about but they but they they enjoy it. We're getting much more positive feedback from them than we are from our team. Our team is experiencing a little bit more of the negative feedback. Um, and when they like, I had a team member say, "Why did you make this change?" And I said, "Because of this, 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 and this." And I showed her it on the screen, and she's like, "Wow, okay, I get it." So she saw why we did it, and I think that when you earn the trust of your team as the leader, that they trust you that you're going to drive the bus in the right direction. And if you make a wrong turn, you're all you're a wrong turn. You're, you won't be the dad. That's like, I'm not lost. You'll call a spade a spade and say, you know what? This was a bad decision. We made a mistake. We're correcting it now. So now we're not at that place. If that was to happen, that's what I would say. Yeah. We didn't make the right decision. We thought it would be, we decided to now change. We would have never known if it would work or not. If we didn't make it, I honestly still believe in my heart, this will work incredibly better and well right now we are still in a little bit of the struggle but we're coming out of it the support of the company has been great they're helping us work through some of the challenges our online booking is better they help build an actual app for the client so we have a d'anthony app you can search for right now on the android um the play what do they call it? the play store or the the app store on iphone search for d'anthony you'll see it right there you can book online you can look at our team's bios you can interact oh, with actually us really awesome there. Cool. It's an incredible software that I think that also the bigger picture was that they have like um, a, they have a business summit every year that they support the, the salon. They they're a little bit more engaged. They're, they're kind of a part of what I was looking for. So for me, any company I work with, whether it's my distributor, whether it's a, a, an educator that's a partner, whether it's a manufacturer, a brand, um, a product line, I just want I want to know much more. I don't want to be an account number. I want to be much more than that. I want to build a relationship with the people behind the account number, behind the scenes. Um, a good friend of mine, Jeff South, told me that. I asked him when I switched over to Goldwell um, as a you know, new salon and I was switching from a different color line. I'm like, how did you kind of build a relationship with Goldwell? He's like, I want it to be more than an account number. And I just kept that one sentence in my head. And I'm like, I'm going to be more than an account number. And Goldwell has asked me to like speak at some of their distributors to talk with their you know, sales reps, like I was mentioning before, because we've built a relationship yeah. with people within Goldwell outside of just, you know, I'm gonna place an order. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like the idea of not being just an account number. So important. Um, kind of going back, you know, how much does Slack run you? So, so if I wanted to sign up for Slack, is that, is that like a, 
like a like a paid thing or very very cost effective uh you can actually i, I can't tell you the exact numbers and we can start going through the website like, and searching but yeah just go like, to slack.com you'll see okay. it's minimal it's minimal yeah it's, you pay for the i pay for the entire year up front i was like um it's very, bucks. yeah it's it was on, minimal it was like ten dollars a month something like that yeah I can, see, I mean, I can see like so many opportunities with that right there. Yeah, well, I'm telling incredible. I mean, think about big. So my aunt, who I was mentioning before, she's not in our business, but she's in the coaching consulting realm. She works with a coaching consulting company. That's their entire business. They have over a hundred employees. They all communicate through Slack. And what Slack yeah. recommends is that you keep their core channels originally, like when you first start. Don't create too many channels all at once. So that's why you saw we only had a, just a very few minimal, our general, our front desk, our time off request. And what happens is within channels, you'll start to see these threads of conversations happening. And maybe you can then build a new, new channel, channel because of that, that. Yep. whether it's like, you know, your, your, your creative channel, that's all this or, you know, you know, depends on your company and what's happening that you can kind of identify that. The other one that I was super excited about that you were talking about, we were talking about this earlier. What is it called again? I it's forgot. Trainual. Trainual. So oh Trainual, I, I was told about it by a friend who owns a salon in Hohoka. So shout out to Craft and Theory owner, Nick DiGenova, who told me about this originally. But it, by coincidence, literally, I swear to God, the next day, maybe I, maybe they're right about like that speaker thing hearing on your phone. Oh, no, it I does. started seeing ads all over the damn place about Trainual. Um, and I also heard about someone else that was using it. Um, that was a pretty big name. Uh, so I just went on their website and I watched the video that we watched. Yeah, we just watched it earlier today. It's and like, it's like, it wowed me very quickly. Uh, so train you will imagine all of your training systems in one hub, in one central location on an app or online, and then you can delegate accountability. So Ryan, if you come onto my team right now and you work for me and I have my employee handbook on that, um, on train you will, now I can task and I can assign tasks to you that you need to read the first 10 pages within this time frame. It will tell me how far you've gone and if you've reached it within the time frame. You can and also you check can, your own accountability. And then well. you can set, this is the best part, you build a test. Yep, then you build a, a quiz, test on it. Yep. So then you can like, okay, did they actually read it? Can you put up videos as well? What's that? Can you put up videos as well? Mm -hmm. or is it just Videos, tests, everything. Like It's, it's like fully comprehensive like when i started looking at the testimonials of companies that are using this thing it was like wow so for me right now we have a lot of change as we just mentioned happening in the salon so to bring that in also would have been like way overwhelming we're a little bit overwhelmed right now between slack and our new forest go app and zizor which is a, a metrics um, app that kind of goes into the back end of forest and can help you understand what all the metrics are whether it's your product sales all of the metrics that you really want to measure these are pretty cool it's pretty amazing so if you can I've check played, out yeah. these are z-e-e-z-o-r.net i yeah. believe and again i'm not promote. i don't work for any of these companies i'm just starting to utilize some of their stuff and they if you guys start going over there let them know i sent you <laughs> send me a check Zizor is cool like i played around with Zizor like three four years ago because uh yeah, they've been around that long went to, uh, why can I never say his name? Uh, what's that company? Quintity? I don't know that. Company. It's Tom. Tom. Well, we know that much. And he um, is, does salon coaching. And he's been working with Zizor since like 
the day they started. Yeah, th- I know. And we also, played with them through Serious Business okay, and gotcha, a bunch yeah. of other stuff. I know another salon. Um, they have five salons out in the Florida area and Sarasota area, and they had really hooked up with them yeah. pretty early on. And it's especially great for multiple salon locations. It is. And uh, one of the we biggest, probably the, the two biggest users of that are, are Robert Chromians for his salons yeah. and also um, Van Council for his salons. Yeah. All the Van Micro salons uses these. Or if, if you follow Van Council on um, Instagram, you'll see he's actually screenshotted some of the like reports that come up from mm-hmm. it that show his locations of what they've done maybe on a record day or a record week. And it just really gives you a, the ability to communicate with your team and to set goals through the app that they can then integrate into. We're still learning it. All of the things that I'm talking to you about today are like things that we're actively learning and like implementing. So I can't tell you kind of what the value has been yet. Like we're like in the mix of building it. But what I can say in is a year, you're going to find out. Exactly. And what I can say is that we're pushing evolution of the brand forward. We're trying to make sure that our brand is a modern day cutting edge salon that runs its business in the modern day era. And that we're not caught in 2001 or two or 10 for that matter, or even honestly in 2017, because this world moving so is moving so mm-hmm. rapidly. In five years, what we're talking about, it'll be something different. Uh-huh. Think about the iPhone, five years from now. I mean, things change so much that you have to be willing if you want to really push your business forward and grow, you got to be willing to learn some of this stuff, get comfortable being uncomfortable so that you can then push yourself and your brand forward and your team can get excited. If you have millennials on your team, they're excited about this kind of stuff. This stuff is cool because it's easy and they're user for, they're already like app savvy. You know, if you're showing maybe your 50 year old hairdresser, he or she might have a little bit more of a challenge, but to be honest, if they have the right mind frame, They'll be fine. They'll really be. It's mind frame more than age. Yeah, right? I'm 50 plus, and I'm like. It's much more than that. I can handle it. It could be somebody 70 or 80. If they're willing to open it up, then it's okay. It's, you have a 30-year-old or a 20-year-old that are unwilling as well. So I think we overestimate the generational thing. I think it's much more of a mindset thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely is. That, that blows my mind. That, that, uh, that Slack, there's so many opportunities, I think, that, that – you know, it can happen. I mean, uh, as an educator, um, as an educator, I could see like, like, you know, you start a whole Slack channel or whatever, all of your fans could actually get on. Exactly. You can, and that's the thing too, you can have different workspaces. So it could be your education workspace and then it has all different channels in there. Your salon workspace that has all different channels in there. And what's really cool is that you can also create private channels. So if you don't want anyone to see any other channels, that's fine. Or like what we did is instead of private channels, we just invited, like we have a front desk channel. We invited all of our front desk team to be on that channel. Everyone else doesn't need to be a part of it. They can view it if they choose to, but that's not really relevant information to, to them because if you're a stylist, right. you don't need to necessarily know about the new thing that we need to do when it comes to our cancellation policy. Right. But it's nice for you to at least be aware of it. Yeah. And, and can, if you, you want to look it. at it, you can sure. look at it. There's nothing to hide from it. So you can like kind of, dictate what you choose to be shareable and for everyone and what you feel like needs to be maybe a little bit more private. It's pretty cool. I dig that. I dig that. Yeah. Check out Trainual. Um, when we got the, um, when we finish this up, if you look at trainual.com, it's just T-R-A-I-N-U-A-L.com and watch the video on the about. And then it's you'll be really cool. That's your the, mind it gives you the idea of like, you're like, wow, this is like, 
I mean, it's Pretty incredible. Cool. You can have a training system on there. You can have uh, your handbooks on there. You can have yeah, anything like that you need to run your back end of your business. Yeah. Um, from like an HR point of view, yeah, it's exactly. really, it's a HR, basically it's taking HR and putting it all digital. Literally. And it's like kind of amazing. I'm, I'm gonna, I have to look into it. I'm still trying to figure out how I can make it for free because that's just how I am. That, that I'm a cheap a, bastard. And when we looked at it, that, that one's a little, little bit more expensive. Yeah, that So one, there's no doubt. I can see so many opportunities for like manufacturers and distribution. Oh yeah. Utilizing that as well. That's what the biggest challenge is. What they were saying is what, so I went deeper from that video when I like was first looking mm -hmm. and I really like researched this guy and it was even on their own website, but he was saying like, they had a company where they contracted, I think it was like they had 250 contracted workers. And let's say that one of those contracted workers was working on a very important project for a client and then decided to leave the company and they had to bring a new contracted worker to pick up that project. The disconnect in trying to get them trained and get them up to speed was so a nightmare. Yeah. And then the client experience failed because of that. And they were able to build this into Trainual where all that person had to do was then go watch these videos, do these couple things. I'm sure it's not just one plus one equals two. There's still some challenges along with it. Right. But you had a hub to send people to that is like it right gave, here. This is everything you need to build your training system. Yeah, and then you have your training system and then you basically, they can just move right into that next, exactly. into that position. That's brilliant. That's it's, brilliant. it's amazing. I'm like, yeah, we're uh, just we were talking about video, we, yeah, we were so. talking about this a couple weeks ago, and I was like trying to wrap my head around it. And then now that I've seen it, I'm just like, yep. My wife and I watched it. She, Sabrina was like, "Wow, this is like real deal." And you have to again, you have to calculate what you're spending. So what we did was we were spending on um, constant contact, right, for our email service. Mm -hmm. We were also spending in another marketing. Um, company 130 a month. So we were paying 110 a month for constant contact, 130 a month for this other marketing. So it was $240 a month, and we were also paying $70 a month for our salon software, which was incredibly reasonable. Yeah, right? super reasonable. So when we went over to Forest, basically we could take all three of those expenses, lump them all together, and we were spending the same amount of money. So we didn't. We were able to remove those other two, three. Yeah. We kept right now this other salon software because we still need it in the meantime. So we still need access to it. So that's okay for now. That's an added expense that's acceptable. But we know that over time, our expenses will basically be the same per month in those three categories for marketing and software. Because wow. Forest Marketing, their back-end marketing was also what like blew us away. That's blew us away. I was going to say, that's that one of the main reasons I incredible at it. It, I mean their email marketing and text text messaging marketing was I've just never seen a system capable that you could just go into the back end of your computer salon software and send out those type of quality emails or text messages it was just in, uh, really 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 cool so we're, and we're again we're still learning it so it's like I wish my manager Marissa was here because she'd be all like in it too because she's like the tech savvy um, but she's we've tried to be, she's about. really into it, yeah, because she's a tech-savvy human being, and it just has helped us. Like, I think one of my, my biggest keys that I think that anyone watching this um, that needs to understand, bring people on board that are technologically savvy, that are kind of with it right now. Generally, those are going to be under 30. It doesn't only mean that, 
But generally, if you find that between 22 and 30 years old, or even 20 and 30, and you delegate some really cool technological things to them that they can help run, whether it's your Instagram, something as simple as your story every day, I pay one of my stylists to do that. She's incredible with it. She's just smarter than I am with it. I can like, you know, um, supplement it, but she, she'll drive it. Yeah. Um, delegation is just one of the keys to your business that I think most of us fail in as owners. What I've found is I, I think when I'm looking, when I'm hiring, I now am looking at people's Instagrams and asking them and just asking them how technological are they? Because I found that there's a lot of young people that are, there's a lot, a lot of that young yeah. that are not. There's a lot that are like, no, I don't do, I don't do that. You know, they're not a part of it. Same way that people are like, no, I don't do the Facebook thing. I don't have uh, an account or I don't do Instagram. And for me, it's like, oh, if you're a hairdresser and you don't do Facebook or Instagram, it probably is more a personal reason that you don't do it than a professional reason. Yeah. So what I say is like, so do you not, do you not want more clients? Do you not want to brand yourself as a hairdresser? Because you don't have to like follow all your high school friends. But I, in my opinion, it's like saying that, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a salon right now, but no. I don't want to have a website. I just don't, I don't do that website thing. <laughs> like, okay, but like you're going to take yourself away from so much opportunity. Yeah. I think you have to have a website and you should have an Instagram if you want. Again, this is all if you uh, opinion based. So I hope everyone takes this respectfully, but I just think that you should, if you want to build your business the way that you probably say you want to, that's what's going to get you to that next step. Well, I think yeah. especially when it comes to branding, because this is like talking Especially. about branding now. Branding or like building a market for yourself, there's some key things that you really, really have to have in our industry. And this is as an educator, it's as a stylist, it's as a salon, but you have to have the same thing. You have to have a website. Yeah. I think it's vital. Even though people are now saying, no, you don't need one, I still think you need one because that's really how. It's still, Even, your it's still your business card. And not only that, um, you, you just have to have one because it is, it's what drives the SEOs and all that other fun stuff. You also need to have an Instagram. You need to have your YouTube channel. You need to have your Facebook. You need to have a business profile. You, you know, and you need to have, you still need to have business cards. And the most important, you got to have cool t-shirts and stickers. <laughs> This is in hats. <laughs> you got to have those things because actually what I found was the best promoter for our business, pens. Yeah, we have the pens as well. Yeah, oh my we God. And they steal them all the time. Clients want them all the time and we just kind of take it as an acceptable. Oh, it's an accessible, accessible loss. So you could take it. No take problem. It. We just order them. We, we love Vistaprint. We use that for our pens. We found like an amazing design for it. It's pretty cost effective. And I think what you were saying too, I love that what you just said toward the end. You still have to have a business card because it should be on paper. But to be honest, I think it's it's a little bit overrated for some. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's not as important as it used to be. No. I, I think for me, connect, if I meet Ryan in, at a bar at one of the events we've been talking about today, it's much more important that we follow each other than we hand each other each other's business card. Yeah. That's the truth. Because my business cards from here on out are just going to have my Instagram handles. Exactly. And what exactly? Because what do you do with that business card? It goes in your pocket. You're, you're, you're at the bar. By the time you get home, like, where is it? Have you ever really connected with the people, those 10 cards that you got that one night? Again, you still kind of need it so that you have something physical. But for me, if you don't have it, you have this. 
this is your business card. So I still will be like, oh, let's follow each other right now. Right. And let's make sure that we connect. And I'll send me a DM. Send me a text right now so I can store your information. That's your business card. What you should have I is yourself. Maybe. Yeah. But what you should have, and I have this, have yourself as a contact in your phone. Right? Oh, have yeah. yourself. Oh, Derek no, you Anthony, have to. With your email, your Instagram handle, your, your cell phone number, and you just share your own contact to whoever you just met. There's your business card right there. Yep. And ask them to share theirs back. If they can't share theirs, just send, say, respond to my text. It's yeah, a great way to connect with people. Exactly. It's super awesome. Build relationships. That's a huge part of what we've been talking about today. It's, it's how you actually, like, can move forward because we never know if, like, you never know what opportunity will open up because of the connection you just yeah. made with that person or th down the road or whatever. Yeah. yeah. We should, we should probably hit our our last question. The, I, I agree. I think it's about I, that time. I think it's that time. Yeah. Would you agree? Feels like it. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. You do it. No, you do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. <laughs> let's fight over it. Come on. Ready? Oh, wait. You don't want to fight with Ryan. I don't want to fight with Ryan. <laughs> no, we played a boxing game in Portland one year. Do you remember this? I do. And <laughs> I lost miserably. I think I was boxing a lot back then, though. You I were. You were boxing like all I the time. Yeah, I had just. I had just taken my first fight too. Oh my! That when I met you, you were boxing very regularly. Yeah. Uh, after a few couple of whiskeys, and I went to hit that little boxing thing. I kind of, I didn't do very well. <laughs> that was at Satyricon too, I think. Yeah, what was that? That was at Satyricon where, where, we, where we did that. The heavy metal bar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. All right, and since we're talking about heavy metal, what's your top five favorite heavy metal bands? You're asking the wrong person. Top <laughs> <laughs> five bands that if you couldn't listen to anything else ever again, what are the top five bands that you're gonna like that you're gonna have to listen to? I can't give you bands because I'm like I'm like a R and B hip hop. No, that's fine too. That that's fine. Um, Jay Z. Okay. Nas. Um, okay. I would say Jay Z, Nas. Uh, if I was going to like classic and smooth R and B, Sade. She's one oh, yeah. of my absolute okay. favorites of all time. Yeah. I love, love, love Sade. I really love John Mayer. I think he's absolutely incredible and one of the incredible guitarists of our age. That's mm -hmm. Amazing. I really love him. Um, and I think that I throw Biggie in there as well. Okay. Okay, cool. You know. Yeah. That's I, love, I love Jay-Z myself as well. I, I, yeah, he's yeah, got me through a lot of He's like my number one. Like I'm a, a big, big Jay-Z fan. But I'm a hip-hop culture fan all the way around, aside from all this bullshit hip-hop that has been around for the past 15 years. Aside from that, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people get a hold of you, Derek? Uh, you can check me out on Instagram. It's Derek Anthony. So D E R E K underscore Anthony, uh, and then also on Facebook Derek Anthony D E R E K Anthony. Check me out. You can also look at my salon uh, D Anthony. So it's D underscore Anthony Hair uh, on Instagram. Like us on Facebook as well dAnthony.com. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can also look at my website DerekAnthony.com. I have a full rolodex of classes that I offer. People that have taken my classes, they can check that out. So look at that website as well. You can also book classes right directly through there. Awesome. Awesome. That's cool. Very cool. That's cool. All, All right. right. Thank well, you guys so much. Very much. 
Yeah, thank you, Derek, for being here. My pleasure. I can't wait to have you in the salon tomorrow. Can't wait tomorrow. Stay tuned. Tomorrow's going to be an amazing day with the Moxie team, baby. It'll be great. Ryan, so glad you could make it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I woke up from my nap. Yeah, it's awesome.